Welcome to Clydesdale Media, fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at c4energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. Hello again. <laughs> we are here with the wide nutritionist again. Justin, how you doing? I'm doing excellent, man. I just had some. Uh, you ever uh, eat the uh, raw smoked salmon before? Like just from the pack? Mm. No, like the ones you get at Costco. All Dude, the time. It's it's uh, unbelievable. Like it'll change your your whole world. Like you'll be like, wow, protein goal. No problem. <laughs> Easy. Easy. So I just had some of that, and I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I'm feeling satiated and ready to go. So good. I have to I have to add that to my blueprint of uh, things that on my list here. So so good, perfect. So that's a a great way to kind of get started here. Um, as you can all see and hear, it's uh, we're here with the wild nutritionist Cat and I on the microphone. This this afternoon. Kat, how you doing? I'm good. I'm home. So we never know who's going to show up or walk by <laughs> or bark. It, it, it'll be interesting. I got my mute. I got my finger on the mute button. Yeah. If the puppies make an appearance. It is what it is. They will. They will for sure. Speaking of which, uh, as some of you may or may not know, uh, Justin's dog sh should be getting a job here at some point. Is that still not working? Is it working? How's the applications going? You know, they're uh, they're working on it. I mean, they're submitting <laughs> applications every day. And I told them I told them in January, I said, this is the year you're getting a job. You can't just sit around here and mooch off of all of the the hard work that I'm doing. So we'll see. But uh, nothing yet. Nobody wants to hire. Nobody <laughs> wants to hire them. So that that's you know, it's it's what we're doing. We're, we're big dog people here. So. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, kind of wanted to, you know, bring you back on as we have, uh, you know, you're doing great work with you. I'm working with Taylor on some of my nutrition. And now that I've, I've had my surgery, um, you know, I'm, I'm feeling great. And I think a lot of it has to do with the amount of, uh, nutrition that I'm getting. Um, I was surprised by, you know, some of the, the things Taylor and I had talked about on not backing off, too much of the protein um, and and keeping kind of where we were, even though it wasn't working out. So speak to that a little bit if you can. Definitely. Uh, so yeah, when we're recovering from a surgery and injury where our first thought is, oh, I need to lower my calories. I'm not working out that hard. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? That's kind of that first like, oh man, that's what I need to do. You know, maybe I can even lose some body fat. And um, the reality is, is that it's the exact opposite. Your body actually needs um, to be in maintenance or a slight surplus to be able to recover from your surgery or your injury or whatever uh, appropriately, right? And getting in enough quality sources of protein allows for that to happen. You know, so not only do we need enough protein, we need to make sure we're not in a calorie deficit substantially because that's just only going to make that 
recovery time longer for you to get back into the gym and be full force so that you can eventually lose the body fat that you want. Right. So don't delay yourself by thinking, Hey, I need to lower my calories. I'm, I'm not working out as, as intensely, or I'm trying to, you actually want to make sure you have adequate levels of uh, caloric intake, protein, all the stuff that you kind of mentioned as a, as opposed to the reverse where you're underfeeding yourself, you know, and it makes sense, you know, like you don't want to be under eating when you're trying to recover from something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's why, uh, you know, on your blueprints, those calories that you're eating are reflective of, of those goals at, at this time frame. Yeah. That's so, that's so uh, counterintuitive too, though. I mean, it makes sense, perfect sense, Yeah, um, but I've never really thought about it in that way. I know, I know for like normal recovery days, right. I'm, I'm not a big fan of like upping calories, lowering calories and messing around with them, depending on your activity levels and things like that. But, um, that's super interesting that when you're recovering from surgery, you've got a lot of work to do that your body needs to do. It's not external, right? It's not, you're not on the echo bike or, you know, running around the building or, or lifting weights. It's, it's all internal, but you still need all that fuel to make that happen. That's a great point. Yeah, it it is counterintuitive. And I think that it's the same, like kind of what you mentioned for your off days versus your on days, you know, as long as your total calories are equated throughout the week and put you at a maintenance, it doesn't matter. You could have more calories on your a lot of my athletes, they have uh, trouble like a lot of my games athletes I work with, you know, they have trouble eating a lot on their their one days, you know, so they oh, eat more on their rest days because they're training all day. Sure. You know? so right. It's like, okay. It's a time thing. Right. Exactly. So it's like, oh, there's not enough time. So they eat more on their off days than they do their, their workout days. You know, um, ideally like we want to make sure we have enough fuel always. So we make sure that that's the case. Other than that. Yeah. Like if your calories are at maintenance or surplus or deficit, whatever you want it to be, as long as it's equated throughout the entire week, that's what's important. And most of the time, why people just try to stay even keel with the total number of calories on a daily basis, because it's easy. It's yeah. You could stay right. more consistent, and this is what we want to see from people, you know, versus, oh, if this change to that, and then you change yeah. it, and you're like, I'm I've been on more. other plans where it's like, are you working out in the morning or are you working out at night? Are you doing a heavy day or are you doing a light day? And it's like you have to make all these assessments and make all these decisions before you're even thinking about what you're eating, and then before long, you're just like exhausted right. <laughs> mentally. Exactly. Yeah. And so with our blueprints, what happens is that's what we do. We're like, okay, you work out at this time. Great. That's when you have your protein shake. We know we need another three meals and a snack. And we organize that in a way that makes sense for your lifestyle. You know, it's that simple. You know, oh, you're working out later. Okay. Just make sure you have your post-workout protein shake then. And then you still have three meals and one snack, you know, and we organize in our blueprints how to make that work for people. You don't need to change a bunch on a daily basis, right? That's setting you up to, to fail. You know, it's too many changes. Absolutely. And that's, and that kind of takes me into, um, you know, one thing I've noticed is um, that I haven't been working out, but still eating. My scale hasn't gone crazy. Um, so speak a little bit to the, the, the point of why the scale is important, is not important. You know, how do you guys, what's your philosophy on that? Yeah, look, just like uh, a lot of things out there, the scale is a tool. So we want to utilize it when possible as a tool to understand fluctuations and things that are actually occurring. But it's meant to be used as a tool uh, for following trends and patterns, not on a single entity in equals one sort of time frame, right? So one scale weight is not going to be indicative of 
the lack of progress or making progress or anything in between. It's this, the, the trend of the, the scale that actually gives people an understanding of if they're moving in the right direction or not, right? And the reason for this is that there are multiple ways why the scale can uh, change on a daily basis or even on a weekly basis that isn't attributable to fat loss or muscle gain, which is what immediately goes to somebody's mind when they step on a scale. Okay, it's down, I lost, I lost body fat. Maybe. Oh, it's up, I must have gained body fat. Eh, probably not, right? So like, what is it? And what are these other indicators, you know? So look, of course, uh, if you're gaining weight consistently over time, that can be an understanding of, hey, I'm gaining body fat or I'm gaining muscle mass, right? Uh, if you're losing and trending weight downwards over time, that can be an indication of losing body fat or losing muscle mass. That's actually metabolic tissue. And that takes time and more than one week to understand. But fluctuations day to day, or even just comparing two weeks, there can be drastic changes, right? And so a lot of that has to do with, for example, um, holding on to water weight and inflammation. And there are so many different, just imagine just like water weight inflammation in the beginning, like in the center, and then all these things that can cause water weight and inflammation just like going off. That's kind of what it's like, right? So like uh, for women specifically, when they're ovulating, their weight is typically is up because they're holding on to more water. Um, when they're fixing to start their period, this is also a time frame where this is the case. Some women will be four to f six pounds higher at this time frame, you know, and this is why it's important for women to understand that that when that time of the month is coming and to be able to track things regularly as much as possible so that when you step on a scale, you don't you don't freak out, you know, and you're still using it as that tool that we know it is, you know. Um, and you can tell, I mean, for me. I can tell if I'm gaining weight or losing weight because of, you know, hormonal changes or, you know, things in my cycle and things like that, my clothes don't necessarily fit any differently, right? It's not like my body shape or composition is really changing. It's just a matter of what's on the scale, which is, you know, I, I'm assuming you're going to say something about like trying on clothes or taking pictures and, you know, visually looking at yourself as sort of other or maybe even better benchmarks of success, um, you know, than maybe what the number on the scale is. Yeah. I think it, those are both better benchmarks because that is more of how people, when people sign up for our program, they're looking to work with us or anybody, it's more, do you feel comfortable? And that has to do with the way your clothes are fitting, right. not with the scale, you know, yep. uh, it's more of how do you feel comfort wise? And that's usually with how the clothes that you own currently fit you. Right. And then also the confidence, Oh, I want to feel more confident. That's how you look. Right. Also not the scale. That's like when you look in the mirror or when you take those pictures or when you step into your CrossFit gym, do you feel confident in yourself? Do you feel like, man, I look strong. I look like I CrossFit, right? Yeah. Not your DEXA scan. You're not going to be like, yo, cat, check on my DEXA scan. Nobody cares. Right. I've often, I've often said to people like, let's assume, you know, pick, pick your, the pair of jeans that you haven't been able to wear in two years because they're too tight. If, if I if you could get into those jeans and look amazing in those jeans, but your weight was 10 pounds heavier than it is now, how would you feel? Like, you know, and I try to, you try to get into their head because some people aren't okay with that, you know, and they have mm -hmm. to realize that that's sort of what are your goals, right? Is it a number right. on a scale or is it like fitting in or feeling confident in a pair of jeans or whatever it is? A hundred percent. Me and Chandler Smith, way the same. 
do I do I need to say anything? <laughs> I don't need to I say mean, anything I, else. You know, he's you know? jealous of you, clearly. Yeah, I mean, he just, <laughs> you know, um, that's just that's just it. But yeah, yeah. So like, I don't need to say much else. That's just that's just the way it goes. <laughs> that's just it. You know, and uh, Damon John is jealous of you. Yeah, that's right. Because you that's got your right. twins. You know, he's like, man, I wish I could be like him. I wish I could I be like that guy. I know yeah. he does. <laughs> so Justin, I know you've talked about this before, but let's refresh everybody's memory about mm -hmm. sort of the methods and apps that you use to uh, to keep people tracking and whatnot. Yeah, the apps. Um, none. Actually, we encourage people to delete some apps off their phone. We got too many, right? So the app also, like the scale, is a tool. It's a temporary way to help us understand how to reach our goal, right? And that's what usually uh, is utilized with tracking macros, right? So that's what people do. It's understanding their intake. And so we believe that macros is a critical tool in somebody's journey, but it's not something that's sustainable long term, right? You're not going to be 65 like, oh, how much fat do I have left, you know? Like that's not going to happen. Yeah, hopefully not, right? Um, and tracking's kind of like uh, – high school you make some friends it's cool you learn some stuff but high school ain't real life like we got to move on you know and so what we do is we help people harness those skills that they've acquired tracking and help them under understand their intake without having to track every single gram of food and still reach their goals right so that's what we focus on here at cbg and me as the wide nutritionist and my team um work with you know crossfitters around the world lose body fat building muscle helping them crush the open and feel more confident in themselves without tracking macros, right? So what we utilize instead is we build out blueprints for people based on their lifestyle that help them understand the portion sizes of food that they need to eat to be successful. And at most, you'll be doing second grade math, you know? Um, and everybody can do that. You know, Charlie's, he's getting, he's getting there. We're, I'm, we're get, I'm getting there. We're, we're <laughs> teaching no, there. There's no there's nothing to worry about in terms of like, is it cooked meat? Is it uncooked meat? Is it, you know, cooked rice, uncooked rice, like all that kind of stuff. You just take the guesswork out of all that. Yeah, it's really, look, uh, whatever is easiest for you, you prefer cooked versus uncooked or this or that, whatever is easiest for you to understand what the portion side needs to be is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you having something cooked versus uncooked is not the reason you're not reaching your goals. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not why. Right. We all know that we like to think that that's it because it's an easy cop out for us. And so if you're five grams off or tw even 20 to 50 gra grams off your macros, it's probably not on a daily basis. What's really unless it's fat, 50 grams of fat is a decent amount of calories. Right. But like it's usually not the reason. Right. The reason yeah. is uh, it's more of the behavior side of what we're doing and, and, and things like that. So as we can make the portion size component as simple as possible to get a calorie range through that opposed to tracking every gram of food that's what we want to focus on because when we make things simple for people they stick to it and when you stick to something consistently boom you're done yeah. you know mm -hmm. well we got a comment here cat i love this i've tried to show my friends and family all of this took me two years of training with nutrition working out and mental health to lose 60 pounds of baby fat there's no fast way yeah 100 slow is fast yeah. slow is fast we're actually you know we have a lot of clients that are, are we're working with right now that um, they're focused on building their relationship with food, you know, and the relationship with their body and with the scale, all these things, these things have to be at the platform of 
uh, the lifestyle that you want to live. You can't say, hey, I want to build a lifestyle around fat loss, but have a poor relationship with food, poor relationship with the scale, poor relationship with your body. The people that do do that, they're like, I'm focused on fat loss and they go for it. These are the people that you see that just put the weight back on mm -hmm. because they don't have a good relationship with food, their body, the scale and the other surrounding environments that they have, you know, and Kat, that example you gave earlier with the genes, mm -hmm. that's getting the client to visualize that there's a new identity out there for them. Right. And when we create that new identity for ourselves, that's when we're most likely to be successful. And then when we have that new identity, we harness it. And that would allow, that allow people's, you can't think that you're 180 pounds once you've already gotten to 160. If you still think you're that 180 pound person, you're going to go back to being that 180 pound person. Mm -hmm. So you have to create that new identity. A really great way to do that is like, no, these are my genes. Like these are the genes that I fit in now. And this is the new me. Right. And so you put a supporting environment around you to stay at that maintenance level. You yeah. Know what I mean? And it helps you to behave like that person. You want to behave 100%. like that person that, you know, it looks like that or fits in those genes. Yeah. And the actions follow and then that's it. That's the yeah. lifestyle. Right. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad that that, you know, it was cat. Who, who was it that mentioned that comment? That was cat. Yeah. Yeah. It's cat. Yeah. So that's great. I'm glad that you mentioned that. And congratulations on the 60 pound loss. That's, that's incredible. It's legit. She works really hard too. She works out a ton. Yep. That's what it takes. That's what it takes. Consistent. Um, the scale also, there are some other reasons that we can see it fluctuate pretty readily. I want to make sure everybody has a good understanding of this. So we just got through the open, very stressful environment for a lot of people, right? Even though we're not like going to the CrossFit games, like we still took it seriously, you know, and we wanted to do our best. That's very stressful and stress can cause it's, it's a response from your body. Oh, I'm going to hold on to some water and this and that. to protect yourself from the stress and from this and lack of sleep can cause the weight to be up. Stressing about certain things can cause the weight to be up. Right. Um, and so some of those things being super sore from the open in a workout or a competition that you just did on the weekend, you weigh in Monday, you're like, oh, what happened? I just did all this working out and I didn't lose weight. Your body's sore. It's trying to protect itself, you know? And so all these are things you might have a sensitivity to a food or an intolerance and you had a little bit of it. You went out to eat, you had a food you're not used to. You don't have the enzymes ready to go to really process it correctly. Your body's holding on to some extra water weight. If you just started creatine, um, gut content elimination. I mean, all of these things are reasons why people may find themselves heavier than a couple days before when they weighed in. So it's good to highlight some of these things and think, okay, why might the scale be up? Because I've been consistent. I've been hitting my protein goal. What's going on here? These are maybe some reasons, right? So I just wanted to highlight that for some people also, because there's so many factors. That, that term gut content elimination makes me cringe right now, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's uh, so a lot of us have like, uh, depending on how much, <laughs> uh, depending on how much fiber we eat, right? We can maintain a lot because the, it, Fiber is a carbohydrate that's not processed regularly by the body, you know? And so we may find that we're holding more food in the stomach, especially high fiber-based foods, right? And therefore, we had that meal the night before. We weigh in, you know, this is what happens, right? Yeah. Um, and so this could, could cause the scale to be up as well, right? So many reasons. That's a great, that's a great um, segue actually into, you know, we're all – 
CrossFitters or of some sort or, or work out in some fashion. And we, and we, the open has just been over with. So you can either kind of go two directions here. You could go, okay, and now I'm going to try to do, get myself together for next year, but maybe I'll start in January or, um, <laughs> you know, I'll just stop. I'll do take a break and I won't do anything today until who knows when. So what do you, what are some of the things you're telling your folks? Um, and we'll talk about your, your Facebook site here in a second, but, um, yeah. some of the things that you're doing or suggesting coming out of the open, whether you perform great and go into quarters or, you know, you didn't have as great a performance as you wanted to. Right. Yeah. So look for the quarters people, right. You're, uh, you're still making sure that you're eating good quantities of food. You're upping your carb before quarterfinals. 40 to 60 grams, typically 30 to 50 for women, 40 to 60, 70 for men. Every single day you're up in your carbohydrates, right? You're sort of preloading in a way for what seems to be, I don't know how many, the workouts aren't released, but how many workouts do they five, right? Five workouts you're going to be doing in a span of three days, your body's going to need it. Right. And so what we need to do is we need to make sure we have enough carbohydrates for that. So we're upping that, uh, pre pre-workout. So like, you know, Friday, when you're doing the workouts, you're going to want to make sure or thir- whatever you're doing, right. You want to make sure that you preload another 30 to 50 for women, 40 to 60 grams of carbohydrates for men, slow, uh, fast digesting carbohydrates, nothing slow digesting. Um, and then making sure that you're not missing any meals throughout the entire weekend, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's important, right? So that's your focus in terms of people that, um, you know, didn't make the cut, right. That's a lot of us. Um, you know, look, if you want to take the week to just decompress and not focus specifically on this amount and this and that, no problem. But eventually this is a lifestyle, right? This is not something we just take off and just get back to when we feel like it. You're going to have to eat and time continues to go on, right? So what's best for you is to just actually start implementing one meal at a time of good quality uh, nutrition, you know, nutrient dense based foods with high enough protein, and enough vegetables and getting in the micronutrients that your body needs to recover optimally. You know, from there, you got a lot of directions you could go. Some people are looking to focus on fat loss this year. That's great. Some people are looking to get stronger and build muscle. Also great. And some people want to focus solely on the performance side and their bodies will go whatever direction that it will go as a result of just focusing on some people that's getting leaner for some people that's getting stronger and putting on muscle mass. There are a lot of different directions you can go after now that the open is kind of is concluded, you know, for a lot of us, right. Figure out what that needs to be for you and implement it and execute on it. You know, um, don't do this. Like I'm kind of going to stick my toes in a pool and see if this is good. That's not going to work. That's some 50-50 stuff. That's not going to work. You can make mistakes with your nutrition along the way. It's no problem. But you can't be 50-50 on your effort trying to implement new habits into your life. You actually have to go for it, you know? And so, uh, yeah, if you don't want to be coddled, you can come over to CBG. Well, <laughs> it's, yeah, that, that's just not the game that we play. You know, if you want, you want to get some results and, and do it, you know, and the Open's got you fired up and you're like, man, I see more potential in myself. I'm working out four to five times per week, but I don't look like it. Uh, what I got to do something about this then. Yeah. Shoot me a DM. We'll, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so you have the, you have the Facebook group. Um, we'll put that in the, in the chat here later, but, yep. um, 
what um, what are some of the things that you're you're putting on there? Because I feel like you're putting all the information out for free. So what do we? You know what do? We, yeah, yeah. Just look if you want to go on your own and do it. We got you. The Facebook group is entirely free, so everybody can join. Um, you're you're free to access all of the information on there. I do live videos every single week. I do early podcast release through the Facebook group as well, so you get first dibs on the podcast right before two weeks before everybody else. Uh, and then we give away a bunch of free guides on there. We run little mini challenges, couple day challenges for people to improve on some of the habits that they want to build. Um, yeah, we do it all on there, right? So whether you, you have goals of fat loss, building muscle, you want to, you know, do better at the open next year or for a CrossFit competition you have coming up, we have free guides on all that stuff. Alcohol, getting on track during the weekends. We give away free guides like that um, all throughout that Facebook group. And it's a great way for you to interact with my team. We also do some giveaways and things like that. We just gave away three pairs of Nobles on there. So it's, I mean, come on. I it's free. I must have missed that one. Do you, do you have a Crumble cookie um, assistance program? <laughs> really? Maybe we should give away some Crumble cookies. Uh, I think you should help us to not eat so many of them. I think, yeah. Someone on here has a problem with Crumble cookies and. Oh, there you go. I live with with kids, though, so, you know. Yeah, that's who wants it. Yeah. (laughs) It's the kids that's the problem. My my TikTok followers have requests. I have to review the cookies every week. It's just a a labor of love. That's what we do for the people. Just just a small bite. We don't have a TikTok. Um, But is is that a – is your – is your TikTok popping? Should I should I check it out? And I mean, it's not popping, but sure, you can check it out. If you want to see people eating crumble cookies, you want to watch me eat crumble cookies, and you know, show uh, show my daughter rating seventies heartthrobs, and you know, trying funny filters. Sure, it's it's great. Nice. No, that's <laughs> so, the kind of content I like. There so, you go. Perfect. So what's the what's the best way people can get hold of you? Yeah, you can DM us on CBG underscore online nutrition, right? So CBG underscore online underscore nutrition. This is on uh, on IG. If you join the free Facebook group, I'm there. Literally, I'm interacting with my personal Facebook profile. So you're uh, you're welcome to DM me there or comment on any of the, the stuff in terms of if you want some free guides from me and my team. We also have a website, consistencybreedsgrowth at gmail.com. You can directly book a call through uh, – uh, you know, through, through the website to chat with, uh, you know, somebody from my team or myself. Uh, and yeah, those are really the, the best ways that you can, uh, that you can reach us. We're very, very responsive, uh, very responsive on the, my personal profile, my Facebook group, um, as well as on the Instagram. So the, that's the fastest way to get to us for sure. Perfect. Perfect. Appreciate you having us on or you having you on. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't get to host these very much. So we're all over the place. But, we're all just, uh, just hanging out. <laughs> um, so next time we'll, we'll definitely check back in with you here um, in a couple of weeks or so. Uh, we'll talk about again where I'm going and and how one of your coaches, Taylor, is is trying to kill me. I think, but it's fine. We'll we'll get over it. Um, I think it's that Louisiana thing that's got me. Got Nobody me. said it was easy. So <laughs> no one said it was easy. Yeah. It didn't work um, for it. It's not worth it. Yeah, that's why the accountability is so necessary for people. They think it's easier than what it is, you know. And uh yeah, yeah. so we we got you. But uh if um yeah, I think I'm happy to come on. You guys just let me know what we want to chat about. And maybe you guys uh on the channel have a couple topics you want for me to uh 
to cover. Happy to to go through whatever. So just let me know. Sounds good. Sounds great. We'll see you next time, guys. Thanks a lot. Peace out. Thank you.